Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're calling from. This is Dr. Jacqueline King, and I am here live uh, with your Mother's Day message. I want to say happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers uh, coming from Fernwood Community Outreach Church on behalf of our pastor, uh, Reverend Dr. Albert Sampson, uh, and the Fernwood Community Church. We bring you greetings. And I am so honored um, that you joined us today. And I am honored to be a mother myself. So we salute all of you mothers. And I want to just start off with uh, saying that when your mothers are going through things, sometimes you feel like you don't have a friend in the world. But I'm going to just share uh, a quick song um, that came to my spirit this morning. It's called, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. What a beautiful song. And as mothers, we go through so much raising our kids, but we sometimes forget that we can take all of our problems, all of our cares, all of our worries, anything that we're going through with our children, we can take them to the Lord in prayer. Isn't that awesome? So today my message is going to be about women of influence or influential mothers. I want to start with Timothy 1 and 5. I have been reminded of your sincere faith which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you. Always pray. I would propose to you that many a Christian mother has been used by the Lord to plant spiritual seeds that the Holy Spirit has used to bring many to Christ. Just what are some of these principles that can be lived out and that can be captured in the spiritual heart of your children. God's word is full of instructions on how to live in such a way that can enable your children to enjoy the abundant life promised in Christ. Influential mothers who want to capture the hearts of their children for Christ, take to heart what is written in Philippians 2 and 3 and 5. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility, consider others better than yourselves. Your attitude should be the same as of Christ, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. The best thing a mother can do for her children and family is to let the humility of Christ flow in and through her. A Christian mother who has been taught of the Lord on how to apply this principle in raising her children will know the joy of sacrificial living. She has been taught of the Lord 
the difference between working to get ahead in life and of working for the good of the family, especially for her children's eternal future. A mother should train, equip, and care for herself in a way that benefits the family. A mother of godly influence works to keep herself healthy, alert, and well-equipped for the work God has laid before her. She should ask herself the most important question, will this or that ensure Christian upbringing of my child or our children, or will it keep us too busy for the things of God? Many a Christian mother has done without in order to enjoy pleasure of a sacrificial love, doing what it takes to ensure that her children are being brought up in the faith as of Timothy's mother and grandmother had done. Uh, I remember plenty of times, and I'm sure that you do too, when you wanted to get an outfit or you wanted to get something, but you sacrificed because you knew that your children were your first priority. You wanted them to have the best. You knew that when they went to school, they were going to be judged whether they liked it or not. So you went without so that your children can have. Influential mothers are sensitive to the spiritual needs of their children, and they will sacrifice self to plant those seeds. There are also mothers who are supportive. Proverbs 15 and 4 says, the tongue that brings healing is a tree of life. One of our modern day Bible translations puts it this way, kind words bring life, but cruel words crush the spirit. A Christian mother will take to heart the fact that she must surrender to the Holy Spirit's prompting to be supportive in her speech. Kids can be ruthless and they can hear words from other kids that tear them down. The last thing your child needs uh, to hear when they come home is sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's not true. Broken bone heals faster than a broken spirit. Mothers who are under the control of the Holy Spirit will see failures as opportunities for giving words that can heal. They will take failures and they will use them to encourage, uplift, and inspire their children. This is what uh, influ influential mothers do. God's word is full of instructions on how to live in such a way that could enable your children to enjoy the abundant life promised in Christ. Influential mothers who want to capture the hearts of their children for Christ take heart what is written in Philippians 2 and 3 and 5, and that's do nothing out of selfish ambition, vain or conceit, but in humility, consider others better than yourself. Your attitude should be the same as Christ Jesus. The best thing a mother can do uh, for her children and family is to let the humility of Christ flow through and through and in her. A Christian mother who has been taught of the Lord on how to apply this principle in raising her children will know the joy of sacrificial living. She has been taught of the Lord the difference between working to get ahead and working for the good of the family, especially in her children's eternal life. Many of you have seen a bumper sticker that says, real friends don't let friends drive drunk. A friend will step in front of an intoxicated driver and say, you're about to make a big mistake. You're endangering not only yourself, but those around you as well. An influential mother will warn a child and do all they can to stop their children from driving through life 
under the influence of flesh and the world and the devil. No one wants a physician who will sugarcoat the problem, but will spell out the heart disease and has the courage to say, you need surgery or you're going to die. Influential mothers will spell out the spiritual heart disease, surrender their children over to a great physician and ask him to do whatever it takes to cleanse their child's heart for those blockages that are keeping or draining the spiritual life out of their children. This is so crucial. A praying mother is a mother that really is care, is caring and influential. Influential mothers are not only straightforward, but also must be spontaneous. Galatians 6 and 10 says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. This passage of scripture has a phrase that must be noted. As we have opportunity, all mothers are very much aware of the term teachable moments. You remember the time when you told your, your child, your child did something wrong. And instead of uh, screaming and yelling at them, you use that as an opportunity to teach them a lesson rather than being harsh and cruel. And that's what we call a teachable moment. Influential mothers prayerfully look for opportunities to do good to their children, especially opportunities that can cause their children to think and live biblically. Instead of being influenced by their peers, Christian mothers help their children compare what their friends want them to do and what the Bible says. In the black family, many times, the mother is the only breadwinner in the house. And many times, when she gets home from working maybe two, three jobs to make ends meet, she's not in any mood to encourage her children. Sometimes all she wants to do is go to bed. It's important to remember that you are molding the lives of your children as well. And the old saying is that hurt people hurt people. And it's true. So the generational curse has to be broken at some point. Why not with you? You can do this by making a commitment to take uh, the very, at very least 15 to 20 minutes every day to encourage, uplift, and teach your children Christian principles. You can begin with the fruits of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. As you teach your children about the fruits of the spirit, you're also implanting them in your own spirit permanently. You can break them down and give them one per day or elaborate on them uh, regularly. This is something that uh, it's easier said than done. Uh, a lot of times we forget about the fruits of the spirit. We forget about being kind. We forget about patience. We forget about faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. But this is something that we really do need to practice and impart in our children, not only in our children, but in our family and our coworkers. Because it's, it's, it's easier to say it than to do it. Something happens at work uh, or with a friend that, that gets you off course and, and you anger easily and you fly off the handle, you go off instead of remembering, okay, can I be calm through this? Um, the situation in many times turns out much better when you're calm, you have an, a calming effect on others. Know your children. Each of them has different needs. One may need a great deal of attention. The other may be what I call a self-starter. 
and doesn't require a great deal of encouragement, or so it may seem. I encourage you to pay close attention to their needs. Even the one who doesn't appear to need much attention may in actuality be crying out for attention to make sure, so make sure that you're giving the same amount of love and attention to all of your children. They're, they're unique, but they're all your children and you should love them equally. Our children are the most precious commodity. We can care for them and nourish them so that they can grow into beautiful adults, or we can neglect and abuse them and deal with the consequences of them growing up, having felt neglected or even abused or continue the, the generational curse. Right before I came live, I got a call from my son and um, we were talking, I was telling him about my message and he said, so mom, what are you gonna talk about? So I started telling him some of the, some of the points, the pointers I'm gonna give at the end and he says, mom, he said, I can tell you. He said, but you were all of these. He said, I, I know that you weren't perfect because there is no perfect person. He said, but you really did take time with us and you instilled in us. So I will share those um, principles with you at the end. First Timothy 5 and 16 says, any woman who is a believer has windows in her family. She should care for them herself. The church should not have to care for them. Then it will be able to care for those who are truly windows. I take that to believe that you take care of your kids. They're your responsibility. Don't push them off on the church because there are plenty of people who can't care for their kids or need help because they can't do it themselves. So that's who the church should be caring for then a person that can truly take care of and care for their own children. So ways to become an influential mother, be a good role model. It is essential that we as parents and individuals understand who we are to some degree, what makes us tick, what our beliefs are, or how to excel and our weaknesses. Having some insight into ourselves can help us deal with life and all of its ups and downs. If your life is a mess and you haven't learned coping skills to get through it, then dealing with children will inevitably become a much larger task. In fact, you may find yourself competing with your child for your time and effort. Who comes first, your problems, your challenges, or your child's? That's a decision that you'll have to make. Lead by example. Show your children you respect yourself, that you care about what happens to you and your well-being. They will learn from seeing how you live your life and how you treat yourself. If you don't get up and, and fix yourself up and get dressed and, and go out in a presentable way, then more than likely your kids are not going to care about how they look when they become adults. Uh, don't think for a minute because your child is very young, they can't see what's happening around them. They're taking it all in. They're watching you very carefully. And many times they're going to duplicate what they saw you do. Often parents see their children as extensions of themselves, as a mini me, not as a separate individuals they are. Some parents feel that um, their children owes them for their lives. 
Some parents feel that they have the right to influence and mold their children in their exact image. And this is frequently a problem. When a child wants to do, think, feel differently than their parents, this can be taken so personally that the child is seen as being ungrateful, difficult to deal with, disrespectful, and conflict between parent and child becomes a regular thing. I know you've seen this, I've seen this, and I've done it myself. Um, we, we naturally think our kids are gonna be like us, but they're individuals. So it's essential to accept that your children may hold pieces of you within themselves, but they're not you and should never be seen that way because a child is very different from you does not mean that you are not obligated to recognize this difference and make special effort to encourage what is special about your child. Show them affection. I, I was telling someone um, that my mother she had us, me and my sister, at a very young age, and her mother died when she was 13. So she really didn't have parenting skills because she was a child, uh, actually, when she got married. And I felt like she did not know how uh, to really be a mother or um, show affection. However, she read, she was very well read. What she learned helped influence my sister and I and we were able to grow and flourish and, and doing very well today. So uh, you might not have everything that you need, but if you read and study, you can get uh, what you need and you can get it from other, other mothers and support groups and your um, different ones in your church, your pastor. There's so many ways that you can get uh, information and uh, advice on how to be, be a, a effective parent. And that's what you want to do. And so for children, being touched is essential Humans to humans and animals. Being hugged, held, kissed is something most of us crave throughout our lives. For children especially, touching is a way to feel comforted, calm, and cared for in our very lives, trying to handle the many things we have to deal with uh, every day. We may forget to take the time to give undivided attention to our children. If only for a few minutes, small gestures towards your child may be enough to show them you are present with them. Showing affection to others, your spouse, your parents, friends, uh, sends a message to your children about how much you love them and how to communicate with others you care for in your life. And this is, this is, uh, really something that we need to take to heart, um, showing affection. They, they see that and then they carry it on to their kids and their families and so on and so forth. Also, be mindful of your interactions. Think before you say anything that you may later regret. And everyone's done this. Lashing out with harsh words, criticism, and judgment may be what you feel like doing, but don't. There will be many times and circumstances when your child will frustrate, anger, and disappoint you. That's a given. Take time to be patient and practice restraint. You may feel the need to discipline your child, but it should never be because you're frustrated and angry in your own life. And your child is just an easy target. Words hurt as badly as actions and sometimes more. There's no place for verbal or physical abuse. 
in our lives, period. And last but not least, praise your child. Tell your child whenever he or she shows effort, consideration, and practices positive action. Taking responsibility for their own well-being, showing care and concern for others, doing well in school, helping around the house, undertaking a new project, etc., need to be recognized and acknowledged and encouraged. A child's special gift, talent, interest, or passion should be encouraged and praised, especially when there's an ongoing effort and progress being made. Children need to be given tools to help them creatively pursue the things that grab their interest and let their personality shine through. Give your child the opportunity for their unique inherited qualities, and that's essential. All of us are born with something special about us, but unfortunately, these qualities are unrecognized and unacknowledged that are un, excuse me, that are unrecognized and that are unacknowledged will slowly die on the vine. That's just like watering a plant. If you don't water the plant, surely you know it's going to die. It's going to wither up. You have to water your children, so to speak. Give them encouragement. Give them love. Show them kindness. These are just some of the ways um, you can be an influential and positive and confident mother. And in closing, I say, Go to God regularly in prayer. Um, prayer is essential in everything that we do. Pray over your children daily when they leave for school, when they come home, when they go to sleep. Prayer is our, our way of talking to God and asking him to be with our children wherever they go. And we, we know that God answers prayers if we are believers. You can trust him and stand on his word. And in closing, I just want to give a quick prayer. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the mothers that are tuning in. We thank you for the mothers all over the world. We ask that you touch those who have children that are incarcerated, that are in the hospital, that have gone on to be with the Lord. Give them peace today, knowing that it was your will and we have no control over what happens, but we can go to you and ask you to change the situation. And if it be your will, you will do so. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day that you have allowed us to wake up to that wasn't promised. Many didn't wake up this morning, but you allowed us to wake up. We thank you for the peace that you give us that surpasses all understanding. We don't know your plans, but you know the plans that you have for our lives. Help us to be strong and trust you no matter what it looks like. Let our faith be solid in you. And we thank you for uh, the Fernwood Church and Reverend Sampson and everyone that will view this broadcast at a later time. And we give you the honor and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. And just know that I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, thank you for listening. And until the next time, be blessed and have a blessed Sunday. Happy Mother's Day.